Well, if you weren't up early enough last Saturday to hear the Episcopal Archbishop Michael Curry preach at the royal wedding, you've likely caught at least snippets of it on video. It was a lively message of the transformative and redemptive power of love. And then this past Thursday, only five days later, in the company of other Christian denominational elders marching in DC to launch a movement to reclaim Jesus as our guide and compass in both our personal and the public sphere, Bishop Curry again reminded us of the call to love. Again, he reminded us of the great commandment to love God with all our heart and mind and soul, and the second one so like it, to love our neighbors as ourselves. Together, Protestant, Catholic, and evangelical leaders called upon Christians everywhere to affirm that each human being is made in God's image and likeness, and to therefore reject anything from the sin of racism to the deprivations of systemic poverty, anything that denies the divine dignity and equality given to all of us as God's children of the one God who is creator of all things. Trinity Sunday seems a good day to explore what it means to be created in the very image and likeness of God. Richard Rohr, near and dear to many of you already, and who walked alongside Bishop Curry in Washington, D.C. last week, has been reflecting a good bit on the nature of the Trinity and, and on what that means for our own created nature. God as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, Rohr writes, reveals that God is precisely diversity maintained, and yet, because of the infinite love shared between the three, is also that same diversity overcome. The energy in the universe is not in the planets or in the protons or neutrons, but in the relationship between them. Not in the particles, but in the space between them. Not in the cells of organisms, but in the way the cells feed and give feedback to one another not in any precise definition of the three persons as Trinity, as much as in the relationship between the three, the loving relationship between them, the infinite love flowing between them. Each of the three perfectly loves and is perfectly loved. This is the template and pattern for our universe from atoms to galaxies, and most certainly for the human community. Other theologians describe this diversity and unity, or this unity as diversity, as an invisible, unfathomable web of relationship which knits us and all creation together. One of my favorites, Barbara Brown Taylor writes, the universe has its own gorgeous order, but it's never entirely predictable because every time a butterfly beats its wings in that web, every time a cat yawns or a baby sneezes, the whole web shifts 
to accommodate it. Quantum physics calls this chaos theory. St. Paul calls it the body of Christ. That great mystery of God that binds us together whether we know it, feel it, like it, or not. Taylor tells of a time when she was among those leading a peaceful procession, not unlike the one Bishop Curry participated in last week, not unlike the one that a number of our parishioners are, are participating again every Monday with the Poor People's Campaign in Little Rock. This one was to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. And Taylor writes, the plan, was to walk from Grace Calvary Episcopal Church to Mount Zion Baptist Church on the other side of the town square. That was easy enough. But just before we left, we got word that the Ku Klux Klan was waiting for us at the square. This news rendered me somewhat breathless. There were plenty of police around, so it was not physical violence, I feared. I feared my own reaction to the people I had heard so much about all my life, people famous for their hatred, who called themselves Christians, just like me. I think I feared for my soul, not only for what they might do to it, but for what I might do to it myself by returning their hate. We set out singing. The organizers of the walk always put the clergy at the front, which I had previously misinterpreted as an honor. <laughs> this time, I knew we were up there as buffers between those behind us and those ahead of us, human airbags in case of collision. For better or for worse, however, we had an unobstructed view. We turned the corner, singing. He's got the whole world in his hands. And there they were, several men and women, in white robes and pointed hats, with some other people standing around in plain clothes. They held up their signs so we could not miss them. One featured a picture of Dr. King's head with a rifle viewfinder zeroed in on it. Our dream come true, it read. James Earl Ray made our day, said another, and a third one proclaimed, Christ is our king. He's got you and me, brother, in his hands. That is what we were singing as we turned the corner and walked away from them. He's got you and me, sister, in his hands. I was not scared anymore. I was mystified. Because if the song was right, if what St. Paul said is true, then I had just walked past some members of my own body who were as hard for me to accept as a cancer or a blocked artery. And yet, if I did not accept them, if I let them remain separate from me the way they wanted me to, then I became one of them, one more of the people who insist that there are some people who cannot belong to the body. Love your neighbor. 
That's why we're here, Bishop Curry told the cheering crowd last Thursday. Love the neighbor you like and love the neighbor you don't like. Love the neighbor you agree with and the neighbor you don't agree with. Love your Democrat neighbors, your Republican neighbors. Your black neighbor and your white neighbor, your Anglo neighbor, your Latino, your LGBTQ neighbor. Love your neighbor. That's why we're here. Being made in the image and likeness of God means that it's only in connectedness and communion that we exist fully as our truest selves. Becoming who we really are is a matter of learning how to become more and more deeply connected. The mystery of the Trinity is the unity of all, of galaxies and sneezing babies and of those like us and those least like us. The essence of the Trinity is the love that creates it all and binds us all together, the love in which we live and move and have our being. The call of the Trinity is to participate in divine love in all our uniqueness and diversity until every obstacle to the flow of that love is removed and every dam overcome. Until finally, in the fullness of time and the mutuality of the Trinity, we each love perfectly, even as we are each perfectly loved. Amen.